This is Coffee at KYUK, conversation between friends and neighbors. Come in and have a cup. Joining us for coffee this morning is Gail Vick, the Fisheries Subcommittee Chair for the Fairbanks Fish and Game Advisory Committee. The committee has submitted a proposal to the State Fish Board about salmon interception. Speaking with her is KYUK's Francisco martinez Guayo. Good morning, Gail. Good morning. Yeah, so um, the proposal, Proposal 140, was filed from Fairbanks for the upcoming meeting of the State Board of Fish, and you're a part of this because you're on the advisory committee for that area, which is in the Yukon River uh, drainage, and I understand that our area is involved as well, because it's not just Yukon River salmon that swim along the coast of uh, Area M, way out on the Alaska Peninsula. Let's start with what that proposal would do. Okay. Uh, first of all, thank you very much for uh, having me on this morning. Yeah. And um, the Proposal 140, which is going to be presented at, or is part of the package at the Alaska Board of Fisheries Penins- Alaska Peninsula meeting, mm-hmm. and that's February 20th to the 25th in Anchorage. And 140 uh, seeks to go back to a um, an area management that existed uh, back in um, uh, prior to 2001. Um, and this this proposal will reduce a lot of the intercept fishing time in what we call Area M, which is the South Unimac and Shumigan Islands um, June fishery. Um, area M is a large area with many different uh, fisheries, but we're focusing on this June fishery. Um, and for your view, our listeners, um, Area M is a intercept fishery. It is the only, it's the largest in the state. There's only a couple of them. And it's the only one that is not managed uh, in season by the Department of Fish and Game. It's managed on a three-year cycle through an area management plan decided by the Alaska Board of Fisheries. So this is why this proposal is so important. Yeah, so it's just not the Yukon or even the Kuskokwim, but the Nome area, the Arctic Rivers, and even Bristol Bay that are involved in this coalition? That is correct. It's the entire northern region um, because Area M intercepts fish, uh, specifically chum and Chinook salmon uh, and sockeye, that go uh, up into the northern regions. And the the Area M fishermen are fishing for sockeye salmon. And, and you're, you're talking about chum salmon, which they don't target. Why hasn't something been worked to, out to satisfy both sides? Well, um, it's not necessarily a targeted fishery, but they do mm. they do um, harvest a, a very large number of uh, chum salmon. Mm-hmm. In that June fishery in 2021, there was over a million chum salmon that were harvested wow. in that June fishery. Um, so it... It may be considered an incidental catch. They do um, deliver those fish. They do get paid for them. Um, but their primary target in a lot of cases is sockeye, but not entirely. Okay, and the, the proposals for a hard cap, could you explain how that would work? Like what would we do, um, like what would it do and how, how would the emergency action be triggered? Um, I can't speak to the hard caps. That's a separate proposal. Um, And there are 10 proposals right now in the mix uh, specifically for this area. Um, Most of the uh, Bristol Bay AYK stakeholder groups are getting behind proposal number 140, uh, which we are considering 
the compromise of a more stringent restrictions um, versus uh, lesser restrictions. The what we're trying to do, this is not a punitive action by any means at all, and this is not an allocative issue. Mm-hmm. This is about this is about getting fish to the spawning grounds. Um, as you and your viewers know, our listeners know, um, the um, the numbers for Chinook and Chum salmon are desperately uh, low in the AYK, specifically the Yukon River, um, but also in the Kuskokwim. So um, the intent of of this is to try to get as many fish to the spawning grounds as we can. And the mantra is every fish counts. Right. And in, in the big picture, there seems to be a widespread ag- agreement that it's probably climate change and ecological factors that are the biggest factors in the salmon declines. I, I know the governor's task force called for more research on that. Where does that fit in in your co- coalition's priorities uh, compared to trawl bycatch and bycatch and area interception? Well, um, my organization, uh, the, the group um, that I work for, the uh, with um, uh, both the stakeholders and uh, the ACs around uh, the northern region, um, there's two issues. Uh, the environmental issue is something we can't do anything about. So you break it down between, if you want to mitigate this loss, you break it down between the things you can control versus what you can't control. And uh, AYK stakeholders have been standing down for a long time. Um, no subsistence fishing in, in the Yukon um, this last year. N- no ANS met, of course. Uh, no escapement goals met. Um, I could go on and on, but the, the situation is very dire. And so the issue is what can humans do versus what we can't do. The environmental issues are extremely important for us to understand, right. and we, we try to have lots of uh, education on that. But um, we have to focus on, on what we can do as management m- mitigation measures. And so the, the fish board meeting is coming up on the, the 20th, if I'm not mistaken. Is there still time for public comment? Will the public be able to comment during the meeting? Um, it, it, both. Um, the public uh, comment that gets posted um, in the public record, uh, that commentary period, uh, if you go to the Board of Fish okay. website for that particular meeting, uh, that commentary period ends on Monday, um, February 6th, to get it in that record. Um, but um, if you go to the meeting, you sign up for testimony, which uh, I think a tremendous number of people are planning to do. I encourage as many people from the Bristol Bay AYK area to go to that meeting and sign up. Uh, there will be a separate meeting uh, area for people to have these discussions in. Uh, there will be a kind of support group down there for everybody. Um, we are working on talking points, um, but it's really important to get people there to testify and tell their own story. Tell their their own story of how this is affecting them. And but we are. Go on, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Who, who else is supporting Proposal 140? Oh, there's just um, uh, we're we're building a record right now, uh, and every day we get more. Um, support letters and resolutions. Um, AFN has supported it. Um, the Eastern Rack and the Western Rack and, uh, have supported it. Um, uh, working groups on the Kuskokwim and um, many of the advisory committees have supported it. Um, it it's got a really tremendous widespread support. That's great. Um, 
the Alaska Federation of Natives supported a resolution, a resolution on this uh, last fall. There was a lot of debate, and it was uh, very emotional. Do you have any thoughts about how people can heal from this divisive dispute? Um, I, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, this, like I said earlier, this is not punitive. We understand the pain that people are going to have to go through. Uh, the AYK has been going through this for a very long time. Canada has been going through it uh, on the Upper Yukon for 20, 25 years. And um, right now, we all need to share in the burden of conservation. That's what this is really about. Um, and and there are mitigation measures. We should be talking with each other. Um, um, but um, we all have to understand that this intercept fishery is taking fish out of the AYK, and, and we need to have a, a share in that burden. And, and um, my one last question is, some of the science is now saying that because of climate warming uh, or global warming, there might just be less in the ocean uh, for salmon to eat because they are top predators. And the reality is that hatcheries in Asia, Canada, and Alaska are all sending more little salmon out into the ocean to eat now. Do you have any idea about how managers might be able to cooperate to do something about this competition or at least investigate it more? Well, I think it definitely needs an investigation. We've had that dialogue for a very long time, both in the Gulf of Alaska and the Bering Sea. Uh, the Bering Sea hatchery impact is primarily from uh, Asian hatcheries. The Gulf of Alaska uh, hatchery impact is from uh, Alaska hatcheries. Um, we really, there is a hatchery meeting at the Board of Fish coming up in March, and um, we encourage people asking questions to the department. Um, but we really need to have a statewide dialogue um, on how many, especially pink salmon, are going into the ocean. There's a lot of evidence to say that there's comp- too much competition from too many fish. Um, but salmon are complicated, and they and they fish on, they feed on different things, and they run in different levels. And um, so I don't want to make this a simplistic response. Right. But we, but we are very overdue for that hatchery conversation. Yes, thank you. And is, is is there anything else that we should know, or anything else that you want to say? Um, we we got several minutes left of, of something that I missed. Um, I, I think um, just talk with your local advisory committees. Mm-hmm. Talk with your locals. Um, there's um, working groups down in the Kuskokwim that is very effective. Um, there's the Fish Commission. Um, and um, I would just say talk with your own uh, circle and and your advisory committees and contact um, uh, any of us. Um, you can certainly people can um, contact me through the uh, Fairbanks Advisory Area, but there's um, you can contact Serena Fitka with the Yukon River um, uh, Drainage uh, Fisheries Association, mm-hmm. uh, which we call Yurtva. Um, she would be a primary contact, um, and we can get answers to people um, as quickly as possible. But I encourage people to have a, this conversation right. uh, with each other. Um, this is a very critical issue, and and I want to emphasize that 140 isn't going to solve all our problems. Um, this is just a beginning mitigation step, mm-hmm. um, um, and it's going to take a lot of dialogue with people in that area. I, I think it's important that we have those dialogues. Great. Well, if, if you don't have anything else uh, for us, I thought this was really informative and, and really helpful to, for, for me specifically to help understand this, this issue of being, being new to the area. Oh, well, thank you for the conversation this morning, and 
like I said, call at any time. Will do. Thank you for, for being here, Gail. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Bye. Good morning. That was KYUK's Francisco Martinez Coyo with uh, Gail Vick, the Fisheries Subcommittee Chair for the Fairbanks Fish and Game Advisory Committee. Join us Monday for a discussion of the impact of the warming ocean on fisheries and coastal communities. This is Coffee at KYUK. That's Coffee weekday mornings at 8.40. Catch up on old episodes by visiting KYUK.org. Or find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcast.